Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Final Show Films. I'm Sen, your executive producer here, and I want to thank you all for tuning in. Particularly, uh, I want to thank all of our supporters on Patreon, uh, and uh, especially our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, who are Jeffrey and Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L, without whom we wouldn't be able to do nearly as much of the things that we do now. So, uh, thank you all for your support, uh, and if you're watching live on Twitch, uh, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, everybody. I am William and Orshani. I am your game master for this Wrath and Glory campaign under the steel sky. Welcome back. Uh, uh, joining me for this session once again, we have Julia. Hi, I'm Julia, and I'm playing Laura Alfire, the Eldari Corsair. Uh, and Mara? I'm Mar. I'm playing Tina, uh, an orc pilot. I'm gonna roll objectives. Oh, that's right. Oh, yes. Yeah, also, roll your objective. See, Mara's on top of things. Julia is not medicated today. Aha! I am once again solving a problem with the brutality of the orc god Gork after a brief hiatus. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have the exact same as last time, which is utilize the reputation of your species to manipulate an individual, aka Lorowell talking at anyone. There you go. Uh, and Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy. I am playing Remy Mara. Who hopefully will have less of a less of odds of engineering a suicide bombing than one of my other characters this week. Um, <laughs> and what is your objective? My objective is uh, verbally estimate the black market value of an item or person. Or person? Why did I just notice that for the first time? <laughs> you've noticed you've that. You've noticed that before. Last time you said I this. did? Okay. Yes, yep. you did. I said it earlier before we got started. Memory's the first thing to go. <laughs> uh, and Holly? Hi, I'm Holly. I'm playing Blair Hart, Ganger Scum. And once I pull it... My objective is explain how a common object has an alternative use, probably as a weapon. All I roll are fives and six. Pretty much. <laughs> I have never rolled one, two, or three for objectives. If ever. only you could figure out how to do that on the rest of your rolls. Yeah. Right? Just roll fives and sixes all That's the time. I was about to say go play Shadowrun, but just keep playing this. Yeah. Um, and Pirate Captain Jack. Hi, everybody. I'm Jack. <laughs> I am. We were playing Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves earlier. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I am playing Aristarchus Dactyl, tech adept of the uh, Adeptus Mechanicus. And his objective this week is. 4d6. That's very odd. You rolled four of them on accident. I'm going to roll just one this time. There you go. 
I mean, that you one calcul- was the one that he rolled the most in the first. You're in the right. First yep. Which is one of his regulars as well. Calculate the odds of any given task and provide an estimate of survival or success. We're going to fly through an asteroid field one of these days. <laughs> uh, sorry about that, folks. I apparently freaked out OBS so bad it crashed. Um, so continuing with Sen's introduction. I am that which was once said. <laughs> yes, let's repeat the conditions that caused the program to crash. Look, the definition of insanity is the definition of insanity. Um, the uh, I'm playing Ceres Artinos, uh, Inquisitorial Acolyte. Uh, and what is your objective? To crash OBS by freaking it out. Uh, I mean, you are already crashed. Ceres is taking an extra wrath. Uh, four, one, two, uh, postulate on the weakness of the mutant, the alien, or the renegade. In other words, talk shit about your entire party. Yeah. Hey, I am neither a mutant, an alien, nor a renegade. Talk shit about most of your party. <laughs> there you go. That's okay. All I have to do is just talk shit about Remy, and I fulfill all three. <laughs> no. <laughs> Look, Remy had some backstory shit come up last week, and we still don't know what's going on. That's true. You don't know if he's secretly an alien mutant. Mm-hmm. Maybe he is. And as always, your brood. Black Lives Matter, trans rights to human rights, eat the rich. There's so many reasons to like burn things down right now, but you probably have your own. Yep. Expand the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. Defend drag. Yeah. Point and laugh at Tucker Carlson. <laughs> Point and laugh at Tucker Carlson. Point and laugh at Tucker Carlson, yes. <laughs> I'm just going to throw out the obligatory trans people are, are people. Yeah. <laughs> I would like I to point it out. Fire that from, from Holly you've got several of them here. There, uh, oh, I, I said someone please set Florida on fire. See, in the Monday night game, I said that everybody in Florida needs to go grab their hacksaws, go to the border, and just start cutting. <laughs> <laughs> well, see that that's the that's the beauty though of what of what Holly said there is that Florida it sets itself on fire regularly, so it's very easy to get that done. A lot of swamp gas. It's just a little bit of push. <laughs> so anyway, working on it. Right. But when last we left off. Uh, the group had accomplished a number of things and set a couple of deals into motion, uh, including I, one that I was a request. You're about for... to say set a number of people on fire. I don't know why. <laughs> Not yet. We're getting Inclu- there. Including one request for the kindred of the doomed, uh, specifically the hearth, the the Hernkin, uh, pioneer squad, uh, organized uh, and led by one uh, Imathuri. Uh, Imathuri, actually, there's no T in there. Um. Uh, to get them an audience with the planetary governor. Uh, and meanwhile, in the place that we pick up, Remy had received a alert from their door and gone to oh, check that's the, right. the the lookout and had been greeted uh, eye to lens. With some kind of lens on immediately through the people. Someone's recording you. Um, 
I move away from the uh, I, I, I I move away from the people. Uh, uh, pull out a couple of the like I don't know twenty auto pistols I picked up from people <laughs> at this point. <laughs> <laughs> like his clothes, I, I I practically picture him like walking around and just like an outfit made of auto pistols at this point. Um, so what you're saying is Remy has I, seen I, I, at this point I. <laughs> Remy has seen Cam. Right. I was. Right. I was. Just, <laughs> yeah. I was. I was. I was just thinking of like original Trigun when uh, Derringer Merrill with the, like the open cloak just full of pistols. Yep. Yep. But because yeah, when you're um, shooting Derringers, you have to have that many because they are disposable. And doesn't open the door yet. Uh, who is it? There's no response. Well, there's a ticking sound. I can't sound. open a door when I have a gun in each hand. I will set one on the windowsill next to the door. So what you're saying is that Remy needs a new hand installed. No. A third one. This Shut up, robot boy. This is my um, door opening hand. <laughs> And I will... Aristarchus would be happy to install any additional appendages you require. <laughs> Wait. Hadn't I already checked to see who, like, like looked at a window or something? Or was that another game where I did that? That was a different game. That, okay. was, that was when you were looking out the window for... for That's right. That was know. Vampire. Never mind. Okay, so that was Vampire. Yes, that one too. <laughs> um. Yeah, I will... I. Uh, Set a gun down right within reach and open the door, keeping the keeping those useless ass chains that like a two-year-old could kick through. Uh, mm -hmm. uh there, it's the intent that matters. And just crack it open and peek, not like right up, like back away, peek through the crack. There's no one there. This is my con. All right. Unlock. Open. Look. So you open the door and uh, you open you open the door and uh, taped to the to the peephole is a handheld hololith projector. Okay. I will grab it. Shut the door. Go into a back room. Activate. Uh, and. The image that you are given uh, is immediately uh, um, is a like hashed and obscured image of an individual as if seeing them through shadow. Um, but you hear a voice that is distinctly the the uh, uh, the uh, sort of garbled uh filtered tones that you associate with verity one okay the uh the 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 second in command of uh mortis veritas um who says remy mira it is interesting that you contacted us again 
and you get a sense that this is a live feed. Okay. <clears throat> well, you know, I I tend to be. Yeah, let's just drop that. Let's let's just drop the 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 insinuation and innuendo. Um, we we I um needed to get in contact with you about a situation that's going on. You mean your association with Imperial agents, especially those potentially purporting to be a rogue trader, but all in all sources indicate might in fact be an undercover agent of the Inquisition. I can neither neither confirm or deny deny the correct information that you have just provided. <laughs> Understood. What is your that question? said? We're not right now. I feel like your concern should be less about that and more about what's in your backyard right now. And your front. Yard. You are referring to the agents of the known iconoclast and agent of potential heretics, Tycho Mortaric. You might want to take the potential off of that, but yes. Look, I'm I'm not I'm not trying to fuck up your shit. I'm not trying to make anything harder for you. I'm trying to make it so that as few people get out of the situation fucked as possible. And what's going on right now is Tycho is, is bringing the attention and the wrath of you-know-who on you-know-where. And it's not With just him. It's nobles. It's everybody. Inquisitorial agents acting on this planet is... Already a cause for concern. This is true. What is your question? I'm going to be... This was... It's been a few weeks. Remind me what... Exactly what... Uh, we know that... We were contacting. We know that Tycho has... We know that Tycho has supplies and materiel being stored in their territory. Yes. We want to get to it and take it out. Okay. Or cut his access off from it. Yes. We would like to offer our services to them to do so if it seems like they don't want to do that themselves. We know that Tycho is utilizing resources that are contained in your territory. We know that's certainly a problem for you because it's certainly not something that you would condone. Leave a slightly dramatic pause there. There is no response, but you can sort of yes. take that as an acknowledgement. So we want to we want to deal with that. And we would like your help, but we would at least but we at least need you to stay out of it. You are requesting permission to operate within the confines of Mortis Veritas territory. Exactly. 
if you could not asking that I'm I am not personally cutting all the bullshit. I'm not personally asking that you commit that you commit manpower to this because I know that's something that you likely are not in a position to do. That said, if you could give us some up-to-date information, it certainly would not get out that you have done so. So we're hitting the right places and we're dealing with this without having to cause more chaos in your territory than we're already going to end up causing just as a natural course. Your request can be fulfilled, but it will require a show of faith. You know me, I'm such a person of faith. What, what do you need? You are likely familiar with the mutant population that Tycho Mordorick has been stirring and directing to assault anyone that he does not feel like wasting his own manpower against. Yes. Mortis Veritas has been dealing with regular incursions by these creatures. They present a problem. Either redirect their attentions away from us or deal with them permanently. And we will allow you to operate within our territory. Once the, pres once the pressure is relieved from our forces, you will be welcomed in. All right. Can you give me specific information on where they are? What uh, their, their numbers, that sort of thing. Numbers of the mutant population seem to be in constant flux as new converts and old members thought previously dead continue to arise and emerge even as efforts are made to cull them. However, largest concentrations of activity and likely locations for their nest, breeding ground, hideout, exist on the base level, the sump, the bottom of the hive, some distance away from the known orc tribe. Okay. Coordinates will be provided. Thank you. Well, I think this is a two birds, one stone situation. So yeah, I think that I think that I'll be saying I'm gonna have to talk with the people I'm with, as opposed to my people. Those are two different things. But I think that will be accomplishable. We look forward to seeing your efforts. And the the video feed cuts out and a series of coordinates blink across and uh transmit to the to your data pad. Okay. Great. Fantastic. 
the transmitter after sending that after sending those coordinates, the transmitter sparks and electric current runs over it. You're pretty certain it's been fried. Yep. I got mission impossible. All righty. Well, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Uh, 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 words, words that are basic words, even. Um, I am going to uh, contact through mock speed. Uh, you know, Blair. Yes. Hey Blair, how are things going up there? Are you guys in a? Uh, are you guys ready to come back down and we can talk? Uh, I have news. Yeah, I think we just finished up here. Well, the first thing is you still need to install um, uh, uh, Lorwell's new eye, and then you're good to go. Oh, An uh, eyeball. Oh, uh. Laurel needs an eye first. After that, we'll probably be good. All right. Well, don't wait too long, but I guess it's going to be a quick eye inst. Is this going to be a quick body modification surgery? What can I help you with, Miss Blair? How long does it take to put an eye in? Well, generally uh, speaking, usually it, it would be a fairly uh, simple the, the process. The abbreviated version, Aristarchus. Oh, uh, I'm going to get ba- go based on contextual clues that you're speaking of Miss Laurel's eye specifically in this case. Yeah. Uh, well, she is a Eldari xenotype, so there may be a bit more complexities associated <laughs> with it, but I won't know entirely until I have a mechadendrite inside her ocular socket, but I'd say maybe a couple of hours. Uh, We're probably looking at a few hours. Unless I get very, very lucky. Do you need all of us? Can a few of us come to you? I have information that that, I mean... Miss Blair, is is, is that Remy on the other end? Yeah. You should tell him he should come up and and watch so that he can see what it's like. Mm-hmm. Aristarchus says you should come up and watch. I mean, you can tell Aristarchus that he can, and there's a pre- there 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 is a a a continuation of it, which oh, yeah. is not probably fit for broadcast. Blair Blair will pause and say. He said he says uh thank you but he's busy. All right. So meanwhile <laughs> at the Medicaid Primaris. Yes. Aristarchus, you lead Lorowell into your operation theater. Indeed I do. Indeed. I do. Shut up. I'm not gonna lie. There was a brief moment where I was—I <laughs> knew this wasn't gonna be the answer, but I was really hoping it was gonna be. How long does it take? Pop. Done. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. Hmm? 
so uh, I'll have you uh, up on the table here, Miss Laurel, and uh, we'll get you all set up as quickly as we can. And remember, anesthetic is heresy. Uh, Where did you say that? But uh, this is Vitellius and Servius. Uh, uh, we've got, and uh, of course, my right hand servo skull, uh, Yorick. Mm -hmm. What's the skull? Right. She will pop up onto the table. Okay. Um yeah. Aristarchus will prep, scrub in, um pull down his normal uh installation ritual and then pause for a moment. Because the ritual of implantation usually has a human body on the other end of the receiving line. So what is he going to need to roll for this? So normally the DN for installing uh, augmentics is the value of the augmentic you're installing, which for an I would normally be would be value six. Mm -hmm. In this case, it's going to be value. It's going to be DN seven because you're working with xenobiology. Okay. Do I get multiple rolls, or is this one that I have to pull it all out? You, in you one? can you can achieve the result over multiple rolls. However, if you each time you do not succeed. You will also need a Medicaid test to avoid inflicting a traumatic injury. Okay. If you don't surgery well, you might take out their brain. It's fair. Right. Well, let's get everything set here then. <laughs> and he begins. Right. Yep. And he begins to chant his ritual, um, and. Attach for the eyeball. You're gonna want to reroll. He's gonna spend a wrath on his first one. Hey, look at that! You got a success. You you have you have succeeded in one, right? Well, no, now, that's, so... that's just six successes. That's six. I oh, need sorry, seven. Yes. You said yeah, you need, you need, yes. You need one more. All right, we're starting out fairly well. Everything uh, now going... you can either spend your other wrath to reroll the remaining dice. Actually, yeah, to reroll the remaining dice. No, actually, you can only reroll each die once. So yeah. no, you, mm -hmm. can't, you can't do that again. Uh, however, I need you now to make a Medicaid test, which is actually DN six. Listen, I'm not saying that I'm hoping that you get like nine complications. Oh, speaking. But... I'm spending my second wrath there. <laughs> okay, you avoid inflicting a traumatic injury. I did get a complication, though. Yes, uh, which you can ignore with your machine oils. Yes, I can. Which Thanks. I will do. Me on the table, right? Mm -hmm. I was now, really looking forward to the idea that 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 the eye was just lazy. And, I, and... I, I I like the image of uh, of like <laughs> because uh, of of Aristarchus going whoops and Laurel <laughs> on the table going what. Yeah, start starting. Nothing. Nothing. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> now make me one more tech test. You only need one more success here. Okay. Come on, twelve complications. Holy oil, holy oil. That's holy oil. physically impossible. Boom. <laughs> All right. You have two shifts. What are you doing with them? Uh, speed. Since, Is this supposed uh, to be Medicaid or test or tech? 
Uh, it should be tech on the, on the next one. Oh, shit. I've been rolling Medikai the entire time. Mm. Let me start that all entirely over. Sure, go ahead. Okay. Roll it back. 17 complications. Go. All right. So roll it back. I still technically have two wrath. Yeah, no. Tech is actually better because I get... Um, he he will commune with that machine spirit inside this thing that he's creating. Yes, you can you can um, add your you can add your archetype bonus to this. You know what right. more dice mm -hmm. gives you? More chances to roll once. <laughs> more chances of complications. Well, to be fair, there's only the wrath die causes the complications. So that's five successes, and I get two um, icons as a result of my archetype feature. That's so exactly that is what it. you need. Yes, right. So. First However, it's a seven, but I don't have anything to shift. Yeah. So if you if you have nothing to shift, you will take a full six hours to do this. Okay. Um, let me. Oh, yeah. I only have three dice to reroll. But none of them are the wrath die, so you don't risk a complication by re by spending the wrath reroll. That is fair. Okay. Yeah. No. So still still takes all six hours. But I still have one rat left. Yes. You can you you easily accomplish this, but it will be a slow going process. Mm -hmm. Yep. So yeah, probably about two hours in, I'll look over my shoulder and be like, I "Think I'm gonna be here for a bit." So if the rest of you need to uh, toddle off and uh, find something rather than uh, waiting around for me to get my fingers out of Miss Laurel's eye socket. Uh, I will absolutely understand. Laurel, you are only mostly sedated, so you can't really feel anything, but there is still the awkward sensation of someone leaning over your blind spot. She's exercising every every ounce of self-control not to jump any time something <laughs> shifts in her field of vision. Fortunately, you have been thoroughly strapped down, so you can't Thank do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Including including head clamps to keep you from turning your head because the surgery is on your eye. Yeah, no. Uh, Aristarchus's operating theater honestly has a very space age Doctor Frankenstein kind of motif to it. Mm. Tina has left like an hour in. <laughs> this is really boring. <laughs> We're staying to watch. There's no, there, it's not even like cool, loud instruments or anything. It's just, it, this is nothing at all. Oh, like the instruments are loud. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's my, that was why I stayed an hour. <laughs> and like the, the, the majority of the initial process is just cleaning out the viscera from the, from the impact crater. Yeah. Yeah. So at about two hours in, you'll get uh, uh, Blair will get a contact. How are we doing, you? Uh, it's kind of slow going here. Fucking great. Sorry. No, it's fine. It's she fine. She needs an eye. You know, is the other is what's left salvageable because. That would be worth a good number of credits on the... There you go. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to let you ask her that. Yes, you have indeed fulfilled you your objective. Yeah. You think that I won't? I would, but she... here's the thing. I would, but I feel like she's... Pro I hope that she's sedated right now. 
Yes, she sedated. Just tell her Aristarchus if the eyes if the Alessandro don't ruin it yet, cause cause she can get some good money out of that. I'll mention it. Play on the racism of the market of the market. Aristarchus. Yes, Miss Blair. Remy is asking if part of the eye is still salvageable because she can get money off of that. Unfortunately, the round went into the eye socket and out uh, past the uh, orbital crescent. So uh, whatever of the eyeball may have been salvageable is splattered across a lower street in the uh, underhive. Okay, she'll, she'll respond to Remy and say, Aristarchus says no. Oh, well. See, I'm trying to look out for my friends. <laughs> I'm sure. And also the people that we're working with. Meanwhile, Saris. Yep. While you're waiting, presumably outside the operating theater, because I don't think you really feel the need to stand there and watch this whole procedure. No. Uh, I mean, we don't kink shame. A familiar servo skull hovers its way into view. I will step. And... I will step into cover so it can follow me there. Yep. It follows, and you see uh, it, it sort of hovers in front of you, and it begins to project the sort of blue holographic screen. Uh, inquisitorial access code requested. Uh, flip up my eye patch and provide my code. Yep. Access granted. Message displayed for Saras Artinos. Uh, and you see a recording of uh, of uh, Inquisitor Eckhart uh, appear. Agent Saras, whenever you receive this, I have, I have updated information for you. I should be able to uh, arrange your meeting with the planetary governor. The requisite Requests will be put in shortly. However, I also have more relevant information to your mission at hand. I have received confirmation that there is another agent of the Inquisition operating under the mantle of the Ordo Xenos on planet, likely investigating the Gene Stealer incursion that you have already reported yourself. I am unaware as to the identity of this individual, inter-ordo inter politics being what they are. However, should you be able to locate and make contact with them, the information they have will likely be of interest. Knowing the proclivities of the Ordo Xenos and their agents, the governor's manner and the event that you will be attending. Yes, it is a formal event. I recommend not bringing your less visible, visually acceptable allies unless you know exactly what you're doing. Will likely be the ideal location to gather information about their whereabouts. If they are to be found anywhere, it will either be hunting these gene stealers in the deepest corners of the hive or among socialites, depending on the nature of the agent. Inquisitor Eckhart out. 
video cuts. Is there a is there a subsequent data burst with the details regarding the event? Yes, okay. and you get you get the idea that there is there is essentially a um, a it's a it's a ball that is being held by the planetary governor's house uh, as both a welcome to uh, rogue traders and trade and trade envoys who have arrived as well as the arrival of the uh, of the uh, the the Farron, the Farron 419. Okay. Uh, because that's, that's, you know, our planet's proud, proud Imperial Guard regiment coming home, you know, deserves yeah. a, deserves a, a celebration. Um, I will ponder over the information for a bit, tuck it away. Uh, step into the operating theater or wherever wherever I can step to in order to communicate with Aristarchus directly. Yeah. Um, Aristarchus, when you have a moment of automation, I have a request for you. Very well. Uh, one moment, and he'll have the servo skulls take over this next sanitization phase. <laughs> What can I do for you, Matt Martinez? Uh, it's come to my attention that there is an, um, another member of my organization on planet, uh, though likely, though likely also operating incognito. They're here investigating the gene stealers that we dealt with earlier. Oh. Um, I'd like to requisition any and all records uh, regarding uh, incoming. Uh, unmarked vessels or incoming vessels that were not that whose doc whose uh well f- f- wait, what's the what's the term oh what's the term for um transponder I <laughs> uh, no um destination of a ship uh destination well no, it, it, it there's a specific like point of call no. Landing pad. No. <laughs> no, then. We have this. This is something that we have on Earth with ship when ships go out. Manifest a, like plan. Man, I think manifest plan. I think or or. Oh. I think or it, Man, manifest is a list of what's on the ship. Right. Uh, Flight okay. plan is where you're going, but that's for a plane. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a, yeah. it's a, it's whatever it is, but it's a plan for where you're going. But I can't think of what it is. Anyways, um. Any ships who did not have this as their des- have this planet as their destination uh, prior to our reporting of the gene stealers. All right. Uh, yes, I can send a database to Mum, and she can probably run that up the necessary chains uh, to write people if there's higher authorities that need to be uh signing off on that sort of data release and we'll get you all set and he'll step over to one of the side terminals and key in uh, a number of codes and yeah he'll see if it uh would aristarchus need to make like a an intellect role to try and requisition that or yeah just roll me in, roll me intellect <laughs> okay and we're thinking of a ship that's clearly a float plan. By or roll me your influence, rather, with your intellect, because you're dealing with mechanics. I hate that right, I right. said it, but it was in my head, and I had to get it back. <laughs> Temporary. I'll spend my second wrath. There we go. 
you you hear back from your from your mother that she'll she'll run that data request and get it back to you shortly. Uh, any shifts available with that five or no? Hmm. No, you're okay. Really four. Itinerary right. is that itinerary is the word I was thinking. I was trying to find. Oh, okay. Hmm. Who did not have this planet on their itinerary prior to our? Uh, Mum says she'll get back to us with that information as soon as she's got your access. Just not. I'm not. I'm not certain we'll find anything, but if we do, it'll be useful. Excellent. Well, I better make sure that they have not. Uh, removed more of the nerve stem than is strictly necessary for Miss Laurel Zed. Servius, I'm watching you. Like, the, you, you, you then go off screen, you're like, well, shit. <laughs> Immediately after that, and Laurel and goes, balls. what? <laughs> that, that's where the, that's where the, uh, the, the machine oil comes in. That's right. Right. <laughs> Cutting through, uh, is there anything that needs to be done before Lorowell uh, surgery is completed? Um, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to uh, reach out to, I'm going to update our um, um, contact uh, among the Legion. Whose name I can't remember? Jordan? No. Uh, you the, mean, no. The dwarf. The... Oh, the kindred. Yes. Yeah. The kin. Kima. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kin, the kin. Yes. Sorry, it's because it's the leagues of Oten. Or but no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh, let her know that I'm. I have a meeting scheduled for myself, at which point I will converse with the planetary governor regarding her meeting, and we'll update as I go. Just to just to let her know that we're in the process. I haven't forgotten about you. She in accepts be- that and is happy to know. Yep. In between getting in probably a bar fight or two, et cetera, et cetera, uh, Tina is asking around um, to see if, if um, there's any sort of talk about... Uh, Nairis or whatever her name was, um, the hunting party thing. If she's like recruiting people, like drivers for that or anything, or like if anyone has heard of this happening soon, she's probably not using that name. So I don't know if I'll find anything about it. But she she is asking around. You know what? Sure, roll me. Um... What skill do I want to make this? <laughs> Hunting or intimidation? <laughs> well, there are there is a thing where like I can no, that's that's uh wealth spent. It's instead of uh spending wealth, I can just roll basically intimidation <laughs> for how or I, like, for how I can you requisition sub, stuff. I can sub out uh, uh, my your strengths uh, for your for strength. your fellowship, for your leadership, for your for your influence. Yeah, yeah. Glorious. It's great. Um, go ahead and roll me cunning. Cunning. Okay, I'm this not good. We, at cunning. This is where we determine if Tina is a cunning linguist or not. 
<laughs> no, the answer is no. I was gonna say, was that a was that a question? Hey, two, though. Proud of that. That's <laughs> half as good as you possibly could get. Yeah. So, with two successes, you hear chatter about spire hunters. Um, and the the idea of, you know, some of the noble houses like to get up to that kind of activity, and that's part of why we see, we'll occasionally see a large number of bodies come into the hospital and areas around mm-hmm. uh, because of that, whether they be the the hunter's bodyguards or their victims. Yep. Um, but you don't get a whole lot more than that so it does definitely sound like she's still active you just don't know where she is all right that's fine um yeah and just getting into fights (laughs) because that's entertaining as you just find someone to lay out yeah, you know, just sort of like wandering around looking to see if anyone looks like they want to get in trouble too. That being a very loose definition. <laughs> want. <laughs> More like is anybody available to get into trouble? Uh, other than that, any other things that need to happen over the course of the uh, the surgery being accomplished? Surgery. Surgery. Listen, Grave Robber. Any, any uh, leftover byproducts are very uh, carefully stored and cataloged. Mm-hmm. I appreciate how many people, myself included, clear immediately just off that knew exactly what you were talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Grave robber. Yeah, you've got the song. Grave robber. Sometimes I wonder why I even bother. So, and during the process, uh, Aristarchus will check in with Blair at least once or twice on what's Remy's status and when are we expecting him back? Mm. Uh, we need to go to Remy. He's not coming up here. Is he like detained? He doesn't want to come up here. I don't know how many times this has been explained. <laughs> You'd think after six hours he'd be bored enough to come up here or possibly dead. I don't think he's dead. Um, no, I've read. Really... Passages, put through a call to Remy Mara, please. Oh, Remy Mara, no, no, Remy no, Mara, Aristarchus, this is Aristarchus okay. Dactyl calling. Are you deceased? Please confirm or deny. We would like oh. a status update. Hmm? Yes, I am deceased and talking to you right now. Blair, uh, Miss Blair, this is sarcasm, correct? Hmm? Yes, yes, sarcasm. 
Thank you, Mr. Sarcastic Remy Mara. We will be in contact. You didn't even like disengage the link, so I. Oh yeah, no, absolutely not. I, I, I'm glad you caught the sarcasm because otherwise that would have been signs of demonic possession. <laughs> I, I was wondering if that was heresy. It, very close, very close. <laughs> yes, I'm still alive. What do you need? Why are you not working quicker? Well, there are procedures on the ritual of implantation and replacement that cannot be rushed, unfortunately. Otherwise, the uh, the, the the implant may not uh, weather correctly with the body of the host, and then you would have a unfortunately dud chunk of metal stuck in your head, which is unfortunate and to be avoided if possible. These procedures take your attention? Uh, except for the few phases when I am able to uh, allow the servo skulls to take over for some uh, simpler parts of the process, yes. Are you in one of those those moments right now? Currently, yes, but only for about another two minutes. <laughs> All right. Why? Did you have a question? Is there anything no. I can help you? No questions. I'm just waiting you guys to finish up. How are you feeling? Click. <laughs> Blair will call Remy. <laughs> you know, if, if you're that bored and whiny, you might as well just come up here. I am not being whiny. You're being a little whiny. <laughs> I'm just simply calmly waiting. And I'm saying you could come up here and talk to us while this is going on. Okay. Maybe I should spell this out a little bit. I have been getting information down here. The places and things I had to do and talk to to get information make it not safe for me to go to you guys. All right, I you, I hear you. He had to you, do you had, places. You had to do places and talk to things, or you yeah. had to, or you had to talk, or you had to talk to places and do things. He's leaving it very vague, <laughs> and that way on purpose. We we will be down there as soon as Aristarchus finishes. All right. Okay. Fine. I I'm totally okay with this. All right. I'm just confused as to why Dr. Idiot had to contact me in this particular moment. Oh, because Saris mentioned about you being dead and he was worried about you. And don't call him an idiot. Why would somebody say I was dead? Because it's Saris. I said potentially dead. Right, right. She said potentially dead. I'm getting a drink. Click. <laughs> <laughs> Which immediately after, that just means that he reaches over to the drink that he already <laughs> had. <laughs> I'm getting a drink that I already have. <laughs> oh, look, a drink there it from is. my counter. <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah, that's all Aristarchus has, unless other people project things into his brain that he might have concerns about. Hmm? How much more time can we waste? <laughs> <laughs> all of it. So, after six hours pass, uh, and right as the anesthetics are wearing off, so you just get that twinge of someone working inside your skull for a second, uh, you have a new eye that flickers into life as you start to get video feed. Picture here, the Cyberpunk 2077 eye upgrade cinematic. Never seen it. Okay. Mm. He will sh shake her head. Just sort of... Oh, careful. Don't want to dislodge. This is... I'm going to go with fascinating. Important aesthetic question. Is this just an eyeball, or is it a block of metal on the side of the face? It's a very fine <clears throat> ring of inset with a flat green lens, then you can see some sort of like kind of LED maneuverability behind. Um, the the lens color matches some of the accents on uh, on Laurel's gear. Um, but you can definitely see behind that protective lens, there's some some finer uh, augmentic workings in place. Which eye is it? I need to know because I'm updating the Hero Forge mini. Left. I was going to say, I think it was the left eye, right? Mm -hmm. Left, left. Her left or your left looking at her? Her left. Her, her left. Her, her, okay. her left. Yeah. Looking at her, it would be the right. Mm -hmm. Oh, I think the implantation went quite well, and you should have pretty nearly uh, full functionality right away. In in several places, Laurel, this eye is better and also worse than your actual eyes. Because it's built to human standards, which are not up to Eldari eyes. However, it is also built with, I believe you had said, a prey sense yep. uh, mm -hmm. implant in. So there's also, there's a level of clarity and ability to pierce out detail that you don't have in your normal eye when you choose to use the prey sense. Did you redo her makeup around the eye or no? No. Yeah, you've got to redo that eyeshadow now. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, fantastic craftsmanship. Well, I figure it was better than you accidentally stepping on Ms. Artino's fashion choices. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I have held up the group long enough. Can we, uh, what's the oh, next? Oh, yes. I've been we, need, we need to go find Rebby. He might be dead. Mm -hmm. He's not dead. We, we need to go talk to him. He's got some information. Well, first we're going to need to find Tina. Right. Tina! Oh dear. She just pokes her head out she, and calls. Nowhere she to be doesn't seen. come, no. We've, uh, we've got in that six hours, did we get pro. the uh, data back from uh, yes, Aristarchus' mom? Okay. That'll uh, just get data bursted straight to uh, 
to Ceres. We don't need to play that. Gener generally speaking, the only ships that really stand out from typical traffic, um, there were a couple of cargo lighters that came in from Ultramar uh, and then left. Um, there were... Uh, there were... Um, a... Uh, another rogue trader ship uh, that came in and, like, had some time to interact. Uh the uh and there was a uh um a there was a there was a fun there was a um oh, what's the title uh a victory class battleship that uh came into orbit but did not actually like like came into the system but did not actually stop at planetary orbit before leaving again. So, uh, so victory class battleships are those the kinds of ships that Inquisitors typically use. I mean, Inquisitors will use whatever kind of ship. Yeah. But... Well, uh, for my edification, then what what is the common use of victory class battleships? Uh, it is so the Imperial Navy's victory class battleship. Uh, is typically like believed to be a modified retribution class battleship um but it is uh it is typically a uh, a ship of the line um it has powerful guns um it is typically a product of like grafting lance weapon systems onto a retribution template to sort of replicate the apocalypse class battleship which is no longer in production um by replacing its broadside macro batteries and prow torpedoes with lance batteries and a nova cannon um they are generally uh like powerful big heavy gun ships um that the imperial navy occasionally fields um these are like fleet killer ships like there were exactly four victory class battleships that uh that fought uh, in the first major battles against high fleet behemoth when they first when the tyrant first entered the galaxy and their guns were a heavy part of that fleet engagement gotcha um uh so yeah so then looking over the data so either came as a rogue traitor or just hot dropped onto the planet from orbit um does it indicate how close the victory class battleship passed to the planet like did it pass within personal drop personal shuttle or like drop pod range that'd be a long ass drop pod but theoretically then within personal shuttle range Possibly, yeah. Okay. Um, did anybody, from the notes, did anybody get left on the planet from either of the other two? Uh, yeah, there were several departures and boardings from the other ones. The, the, uh, the, the, the cargo ships from... The cargo transports from Ultramar seem to be, like, dropping off a variety of things. Yeah. And then taking off back into the 500 worlds. Um, and then the rogue trader um, seemed to have done business and then left. 
Did they leave anybody? Did the Rogue Trader report leaving anybody behind? Or not, not reported at the very least. Okay, so so yeah, either came in elsewhere or off the Ultramar ship, most likely. All right. Uh, yeah, she will just go over that information while waiting for the surgery to finish, and then when the surgery finishes, uh, well, let's uh, let's go find Tina, and then. Uh, do I have a time frame on that ball? Uh, tomorrow. Go find Tina, then go find Remy, and then tomorrow I have a... Uh, I have a dinner to attend. So. Alright. <clears throat> you head out. Team is not hard to find once you start looking around. You probably have to wave some authority and get her to not be either shot or arrested by by some by some steel watch, all things considered. Um But you do manage to find her. This armor is great! After having laid out several individuals. I'm glad you're enjoying yourself, Tina. Yeah, we need to go meet Remy. All right. Having seen this situation, is there a role Aristarchus could make for, does this armor have any sort of technological weak point where if we literally did have to just stop Tina in her tracks, something where you could effectively push a button and it just solidifies the armor and it's a nice orc-shaped holding can canister at that point. Wow. I mean, it'd be real nice, and you you imagine that there's probably similar things that might exist on, like, Mechanicus armor, but this is orc right. tech. Right. It shouldn't work in the first place. Right, so Expecting at this it point... to have fail-safes is asking a bit much. Okay, just wanted to check. Mm -hmm. Stop. Oh. Um, also, the, the, the swords that Laurel has now... They're basically they're they're the ones that uh, the that the kinfolk use that are like they look like long swords but the blades are orange. Yeah. Okay. Cool. They're made of plasma. Yeah. Plasma swords. Hmm. Uh, just like my emotional support grenade used to be. Hmm. Yeah. There. Although in this case the blades are blood red, but yeah. Just like your emotional support uh, grenade will be once again. Let's go uh, find Remy then. Hmm. Uh, Blair will call him as we're headed down. Yellow. All right, we're coming to you. All right. Let us know where to meet. I will send the coordinates, which are actually, no, again, there are certain people that are not coming into his home. So, um, who would that be? I'd rather not say at this particular <laughs> point. Um, you let Tina in your house, all I'm saying. Hmm? <laughs> I would say, Stay yeah, Tina's trustworthy. Yeah. Uh -huh. Um, I mean, it's true, you generally do know exactly where you're at with Tina, exactly. Uh -huh. Um, you never know where you're at with Sarah, and that's the point. 
Probably like right where the elevators are. The elevator that we usually meet up at, frankly. Yep. So you meet back at the at the main elevator. Um, and all of you have regrouped. You see Lorwell has a brand new shiny yep. augmented eye. Lorel looking sharp. Thank you. You should see her new swords that she got. They're looking quite sharp as well. Hmm. I hate every. I hate you with every fiber of my being. Um. So interestingly enough, fibers are nope. a muscular tissue. Aristarchus, stop! All right. It's very interesting, but we don't have time for it right now. Okay. I understand. Mm. Right. Let's walk. Let's walk and talk. Sure. Ah, uh, Sorkin. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and so we'll the walk and and uh during the, during the what will probably be a short trip, uh um Remy is just gonna engage in random small talk babble that probably has no no idea why he's doing such. Until we get to whatever the nearest dive bar is. Yep. Aristarchus will definitely engage with Remy on yep. a very like sincere basis of, oh, this is what we're conversing about. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> you arrive at, you arrive at the Sumprat Lounge. I like yeah. it. Lorowell is actually going to grab Blair's wrist before we go we actually enter. Mm -hmm. And we'll just Calmly pull her to the side. <clears throat> the battle. Uh, look, I'm not good at these things. She would just reach into her pack and then you will hear a click and a small orb with a detonator is in her, her hand. Which she will hand to you. Okay. <laughs> this and she's holding a thermal detonator. <laughs> I, I'm not great um, at these things. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Better. <laughs> uh, you saved me. I must kill you now. <laughs> and this is for. Well, one, another layer of protection for other members of my party. Uh, but two, um, a thanks. You really had my back during the altercation. So. Oh, you're, you're welcome. I mean, you killed the guy that was shooting at me. Yes, but... Uh, I, I still wanted to say thank you. Welcome. She will awkwardly put it away. For what it's worth, I uh, really do admire your skills. Thank you. You're, very, you're a very crack shot, and uh, you've got a good head on your shoulders. Likewise, I feel the same way about you. 
I've been around the galaxy a, a lot, and uh, there's not many like you. Thank you. Don't let everything we're going through and everything that's going on diminish any of that spirit you have. Don't worry about it. I've been through worse. Maybe not worse, but but I've been through stuff. Mm -hmm. Good. Also, as for dinner, uh, I prefer steak. And then she will just walk into <laughs> I'm just waiting for that. <laughs> All right, Blair will follow her back in. So the group of you enter the Sump Rats Lounge. Yep. It is as dive bar as dive bars get, especially for being in the underhive. There's a smoky atmosphere. There's the smell of cheap booze and thick smoke. Uh, there is some underhive thrash band just going ham on their instruments very badly. Uh, occasionally getting booed by the crowd. This is a great time to have enhanced hearing. <laughs> Congratulations, Remy. You've outdone yourself. <laughs> I do try. Um, I take it there's a reason why we're here. Yeah, this is a place where we can talk and not be attracting the attention of literally mm -hmm. everybody. So, uh, a couple developments. First of all, uh, I, I I heard back from uh, a Mortis Veritas. They are willing to provide information that's going to be essential for us and let us operate in their territory if we deal with a situation that has been a problem for them, which we will also want to take care of. Heiko has apparently been using some mutants to, to harass them and others. All right. He wants them either directed somewhere else or dealt with. That seems fair. They're not a huge distance away from your folks, Tina. Oh. Do I know what he's talking about? <laughs> not really. You don't really explore like all of that. Like there's, okay. it's, it's it's a massive hive. Like there's a lot of space around. Okay. So, I don't and we will almost certainly want to do that because I have information from another source that knows the last place that Tycho and um uh, Janae were last were and where Tycho's been keeping Janae most recently and it's in Mortis Veritas territory. Right. So we got to do job for Mortis Veritas. 
first. I see it more as doing a job of that that we would be doing anyways. That just benefits them as well. Yes, uh, particularly because I've recently learned that there are there may be some additional reinforcements for us on planets, or at least someone whose resources and skills we can potentially make use of. Uh, and they would also be interested in dealing with this particular problem. Wait, which particular problem? Because there are a lot of problems. The mutants problem, I'm assuming you're talking about? Yes. Okay, who? Uh, another member of my, well, not my order, but another member of my organization. It was recently, uh, recently come to the planet uh, in response to our report regarding the incursion that we dealt with recently. Well, so to, to, to clear something up, okay. they would have already been on planet. Oh, they would have already been Okay, I misunderstood that. You, su you suspected they were here hunting those gene stealers before you even learned they were here. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Okay. Uh, uh, so then, then my requisition, my my request for information on people who recently arrived on the planet means nothing. So never mind. I probably wouldn't have done that because I misunderstood. I had uh, figured that you were asking for the past while, which is what I had given you. Essentially. Okay, that works. Yeah. Um. They would have been. It seems, uh, according to my information, they would have been here hunting the creatures that we were de that we ended up dealing with recently. And likely, as such, have been dealing with entities from below the hive frequently, or at least regularly. The Do issue is going to be finding them, but I've got a few leads. Do we know anything about them? Well, they are Ordo Xenos, which typically means that they are outlandish in personality and style. Uh, they are fairly unpredictable as far as their skill set and armament, uh, and in particular, I, I, do I know anything like more specific other than that about orders, how orders and those uh, inquisitors operate, or they're as individual as any other, right? Yeah, as individual as anyone else, but Xenos tend to have a, a sort of an eccentric trend to them. Yeah, hence the the my previous descriptors. Um. And that's just the Inquisitors. Their agents are as far and yeah. wide as anyone else. Yeah. It's also not a full agent. It's going to be a... It's, also, it's not a full Inquisitor. It's going to be an agent like myself. Um, most likely, given what they've been doing, solitary. Okay. Though possibly also operating with other operatives that are a bit more stealthy bent. The only information that I've got is that they're here somewhere. Shani, is this the sort of individual, hearing this description, that Aristarchus would presume would have called on the Magus Biologus? It's possible, um, though if they already have their own source of xenobiological data, they might not have needed to. Mm -hmm. So... Okay. I'm going to ask this in a way that is as respectful as possible. How worried do some of us need to be about this person? Of the three orders, they are the least likely to burn you at a stake. All right. Dope. I like them already. 
Instead of taking a bunch of time to try and find people who are kind of hidden, we could just ask the Urk tribe. We could also Ready. do that. This is a good fight. I mean, it's... Well, by that logic, though, given that, as far as I'm aware, your the rest of your tribe, your dig tinkers, have mm -hmm. not been fighting those individuals that we confronted earlier no i don't i don't remember ever saying the the, the whatever you're talking about but if you're trying but if your tribe knew where they were mm -hmm. they would probably already be fighting them correct uh maybe i'm not Unless saying they, we should they, chase they, it down and ask but just modulating expectations mm -hmm. I believe what Tina was suggesting was that you could ask the tribe to fight the alien because the tribe's been looking for good fights. Yeah. yeah. Oh, in that case, absolutely. Uh -huh. Highly tactical thing. Yes, there, absolutely. Tina. Uh, Very proud of you. Pointing the Thank orcs, you. Pointing, pointing the Digtika tribe at the issue is certainly, an, uh, certainly a viable option for dealing with it, but not necessarily for locating it. Did Ruby tell us? Did Ruby tell us like that they were located in the sump? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But I I didn't use those specific words. Yeah. But yeah. But the, the under underneath the hive in that area, I assume, is most likely a very vast area. You're not wrong. As uh, a reminder, this is the area where you got chased by an amble. Right. Yeah. right. <laughs> very big. <laughs> You're not wrong. Um, I can always contact the Wastelanders. They're located around down there. I could consult with Demagus and see if she, A, has anything that might help us find them, or B, has anything or any suggestions on uh, materiel that might help us deal with them once we do find them. She's very keen on that side of knowledge. Hmm? I feel like this isn't just a just a a uh, a, a group of they're, they're gonna be if they are let's just say being contracted to cause problems they're gonna be moving back and forth and they probably have at least some contact with Tycoon. That should make them a little easier to find. Oh, you mean since they're not just hunkered down in some crack and pulling the covers in over their heads? Mm -hmm. And and tormenting what's immediately around them and yeah. Mm -hmm. They're coming up to the, they're coming up to different places, so shouldn't be that hard to find. If you send a big enough crowd of orcs over something, eventually you're going to hit something. Well, yes, that is true, but I'd rather not hit everything. I mean, I do like Miss Tina's idea of incorporating the Dig Tinker tribe 
Maystone records that I've been able to scrub from history of other previous military engagements, I would say having an allied orc tribe at our backs would increase our uh, odds of success, honestly, as high as a factor of three or four. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah, I get another rat. <laughs> it still wouldn't be as uh, helpful as a, I would say, ten Aldari, but. I mean, if you've got ten Aldari hiding in your back pocket there, Miss Laurel, I don't <laughs> see why we couldn't use them as well. What are their okay. names? Can you shrink down? Actually. <gasps> <laughs> Shani, um, <laughs> are there oh any contacts still left that she would be able to pull? You know, I would... Caution. There, there is an exile that you know who wanders the webway in this vicinity. What? Well, uh, look, what was the name of Austin's character? Garrison. I will caution that the last Eldari that we worked with, aside from Laurel, was Garrison. I don't like him. Yes, uh, that's there is, there is there is Ronan, not not who but, is an exile from Bieltan. Not to that really sorry from, from Ulthwe. Sorry, who is an exile from Ulthwe? Who is in Bieltan? Hang on, I need to double check my notes. Tina's under the impression that you can shrink yourself now. Yep. <laughs> not to put too fine a point on it, but yes, Ulthwe, exile from Ulthwe. When as many of when as many of our party are as humanoid and as orcish as we are, I'm not particularly uh, expecting other Eldari to be as patient, Laurel. As you work for Saris. Does that does that does that uh, count as postulating on the weakness of the mutant, the alien, or the renegade, Johnny? Sure, why not? <laughs> Is this someone you feel you can trust? Hope so. An exile by the name of Ronan from Ulthway. We've had a few dealings, and uh, while his methods can be cruel, and uh, he very much has his own code of ethics. I would uh, still trust having his sword on the battlefield. However, if the group does not consider this a good plan of action, I will retract my statement, especially considering considering Madame Artinos has already uh, stated her apprehensions. I'm not opposed to working with more individuals. I simply caution. Yes. As yes. I, I, also to be clear, uh, in regards to my own organizational contact, I do not trust any that work within my organization. So, good to be clear. And none of you should either. Especially that must be very me. stressful. Oh, you don't have to worry about that, you. Sarah. Oh, you, Remy, I find to be a uh, wildly intelligent individual who would never dream of doing anything to earn the ire of the Inquisition. 
And see, just by saying by saying that you you're complimenting me, and I'm immediately suspect. Just smiles. <laughs> You all are weird. We should go into a fight with people we trust. Were it that simple? It is that simple. I literally would not even be able to go into a fight with myself. <laughs> Much less anyone else. You, you've never fought alongside people you don't know the names of. Me? Tina. No, that was to Tina. Oh. No. I usually know the, my the person I'm fighting's name. To to be to be fair, in the Dick Tinker tribe, everyone knows your name. Yeah. Like cheers. Like mm. cheers. Damn it! <laughs> okay. I was literally in the process. Sometimes you strike a blow where everyone knows your name. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we fight each and other. And they're never it's glad great. you came. <laughs> all right uh aristarchus suddenly kills over and dies and i'm creating an orc named norm yeah <laughs> see aristarchus goes, my heart grabs his chest and dies <laughs> i thought you were gonna make a woody joke there about how he was the replacement <laughs> norm Well, if you're doing that, I'm definitely making a cliff. <laughs> Excellent. Just Sarah said. We bus. literally just, just Sarah's turned... a band of orcs. Right? <laughs> we literally just turned with this wrath and glory game into cheers in space. Cheers. <laughs> Isn't it already? Amazing. All right. So yes. Anything else other than that? Too I don't know what's oh, happening oh, next. Sorry. Um, I believe that's the gist of it. We know where, I know where we can, at least for the moment, we're going to have to, we're going to have to act quickly. Because we're going to want to get in to Tycho moves regularly. Unless is moving Janae regularly. This is also why I'm in why I am inclined to seek out uh the addition the uh, uh agent on planet. Uh the Autozenos is known for their uh, within within the organization is known for their ability to track particularly. And we can find them quickly. Well, I have a, I have a meeting in the Upper Spire tomorrow. Uh, it's a party of sorts uh, that the planetary governor is hosting. I'm intending to be there both to broker a deal for our kinfolk allies in exchange for their weaponry and armaments. Uh, and also to gather some additional information on my colleague. So, 
this is an affair that I am most well equipped to do alone. So while I'm doing that... Go off on your own. Yes, into the most dangerous place on the hive. I I suggest you bring someone with you. Looks at the group of you. Uh, No, actually, I would suggest Blair. Blair has seen us, and... Blair, are you opposed to wearing fancy clothing? I've done it before. Uh, Then, if you'd like, you you should come with me. But anyone else would stand out too much. And I feel like Remy's skin would rip itself off. Told you I'm not corrupted. <laughs> so, what was that, Jeremy? I told you I'm not corrupted. My skin is not in the process of trying to remove it. So oh, no, no, no. I, I understand that entirely. But if you were around that many members of the nobility and upper class at once, the revulsion, I you mean, get, the revulsion you get in my presence alone, I'm surprised you haven't run for the hills. But amongst that many people, I feel like your skin would take off without the rest of you. Yeah. Interestingly enough, there are no hills within probably about a solid. We're aware, Stakas. Yes, <laughs> um, but if the if we're worried about people's skin ripping off at a dangerous dinner that you're going to, I would suggest bringing your medicus along. Hmm? Metaphorical, Aristarchus. I see. Hmm. I'm not. I'm not opposed. All I right. love that complication on fellowship. <laughs> Yep. Mm. <laughs> Look, Aristarchus has been busy doing a thing that none of you have been watching. So, you know, he's a little <laughs> distracted. I can tolerate it perfectly fine, but if I don't have to, I'm perfectly fine with that as well. So, and if less people is better, then less people is definitely better. Less heal is better. And as I understand, and having you interface with the lower hive is probably the better use of your skills anyway. Fair enough. I'll go with Remy then. So. The two of you make sure to keep your box beats on. Wait a minute. Where am I going? With Remy. <laughs> or with, 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 with Aristarchus. There so we go. Tomorrow, right. Where are we going? So, tomorrow. To interface with the lower hive, like Miss Artino said. Um, I'm sorry, wait a minute. There hadn't been a plan made, Aristarchus, I think, just jump. Aristarchus, are you busy with something? As he's just prodding <laughs> over this very ornate shotgun that he's sort of set on the table, but is trying to use his body to shield from, you know, the rest of the bar. <laughs> just a, a little bit of equipment maintenance. Hmm? Seems like you're only half paying attention to the conversation. I'm paying as much attention as I always do, generally, I think. <laughs> I haven't quantified my uh, attention schematics recently, actually. That's a very good point. I should do some self-diagnostics. Please prioritize that. And turn to the rest of the party. So just Ar- Aristarchus puts the shotgun back in his reliquary and then just sits back and you can just hear... <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I love just how to you clarify, the I'm not... Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, I love having the member of the party that I can I can very politely tell to shut up several different ways. Yeah. 
So just to clarify, we're not just wandering randomly into the lower under eye. No. Again, Aristarchus seemed to have only been half listening. All right. Um, just want to make sure. While we're while Blair and I are gathering information and, and brokering deals tomorrow, uh, is there any um, any aspect of the information you you received that would be investigable? Not until all of the information is requires going into. Investigating it really requires going into Mortis Veritas's territory. And we shouldn't do that until we've accomplished what they've asked of us. I mean, more in regards to investigating the mutant attacks. So. I'm going to go talk to Nath. I guess we're going to go talk to the orcs. Uh or if there was any, if you had any other contacts or places that you might ask about regarding Not in that sort of thing necessarily. I mean, Nath has a rocket pack. I'm sorry, is Aristarchus going with you to talk to the orcs? Oh, absolutely. Mm. I've been once before. And who, it's who's a, it's who's okay. going? I will go with. I will make sure Aristarchus makes it out fine. Okay, don't you kill Aristarchus. All right, so, Claire, I'm offended. Remy would never do that. So let's codify this. Myself and Blair going to the Upper Spire. Mm-hmm. Tina, Remy, Aristarchus going to the Orcs. Right. Laurel, would you like to contact this Ronin and see if their services are available? Even if we don't, even if they are not a blade, we should necessarily trust wholesale extra ammunition and firepower. In our current endeavors, will not go amiss. I'm going to need to replace that grenade. Hmm? I'll get you one. Oh, thank you very much, Miss Tina. Hmm? I will see what I can do about contacting him. It's uh, probably been about a century since we've talked. Uh, I'm sure he's fine. Uh, Honestly, I think it's been at least a century since Mum talked to her siblings too, so it's probably all right. Mm-hmm. And like her job is talking to people, so. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, Laura, well, you can probably find the webway entrance that is hidden on this planet relatively quickly, but you would have to go alone. There is the another alternative. It is slightly more dangerous, but uh, will be much more direct. And you know that Ronan mostly stalks the webway around this area, and you would be able to find them if you can make it to that door. Well, it's fine. Your suits me better. At least for this this particular mission. Then tomorrow, it sounds like we have a very busy schedule. Ah, oh, uh, Remy, in case you're interested, uh, and as part of the trade agreement with our kinfolk, I have intended to acquire for you a bolt revolver, if that's of interest to you. Sure. It seems you, have, you do have at least one gun, right, Remy? 
<laughs> yeah, I got one. And another one. And another one. And another one. At least one. It's warmer 40k. We all, if we're not wallpapering our if we're not wallpapering our homes and guns, what are we doing? Interior decorating 101. Look, Mordaka is not just a military yeah. phrase for the orcs. <laughs> right. It's a it's lifestyle. <laughs> right. <laughs> Influence. Orcs are gender DACA as well as DACA sexual. <laughs> it means mo DACA for the rest of your days. It's our problem free philosophy. A DACA DACA DACA. <laughs> Tune in next week for the musical episode. <laughs> Tune in next week to see Jeremy's aneurysm manifesting in real time. If I if I ever play an orc in war in 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 in, in, in fuck the system that we're playing uh, in Wrath and Glory, I am definitely making them a character that rewords Disney songs every episode. Of course you will. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Face. Okay. So, uh, is it evening, Johnny? Yes. At this point? It is relatively into the evening. At well this then, point. let us break for the evening then, and go about our various tasks tomorrow. Um. I uh, look over Blair. Blair, do you have formal clothing, or should we get that for you tonight? Uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna need to acquire it. Uh, then you and I shall go to the upper spire and acquire some formal wear. I believe I should be able to get us something fitting of a rogue trader envoy and assistant. And then we shall retire for the evening. Any objections? It's good. I nope. mean, I could object just to be contrary, but... And certainly you would, of course, if you weren't afraid of wasting our time. All right! <clears throat> Very well. And break! <laughs> uh, uh, Laurel, a moment. Yes. Let's pull Laurel aside. <laughs> Since you are operating alone it tomorrow, it felt appropriate that uh, she'll pull out that stone and just sort of offer it to Laurel. It has brought me some amount of luck. This is the stone with the Eldari mark. Yeah, I... I, I, I Julia is trying to remember. It's it has the specific craft world symbol for Uthway on it, doesn't it? Yes, it does. <laughs> this is the first time you've seen her actually laugh. <clears throat> is it funny? No, no, no. Sorry. No, please feel free to laugh or explain. <laughs> uh, 
No, it's just an interesting coincidence that that's the the stone you have. Uh, she will take it if it if it is offered. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The individual I'm going to talk to tomorrow is actually an exile from the craft world. This is from. Well, then perhaps it will give you. Perhaps it will aid you in your inquiries. Here's something. Stay close to Blair tomorrow. If for any reason things begin to go ugly, get out of there as quick as you can. I am aware that you know how to take care of yourself, and Blair is an exceptional marksman and great in a pickle. But me not being there to fulfill my duties to Lord Tandris. Please exercise an immense amount of caution tomorrow. I will, Laurel, and I thank you for your concern. She does give you, like, a small smile. (laughs) What happens when two emotionless people try to to talk to each other? (laughs) I do, or I have grown to, uh, I have grown fondness for the majority, majority of you. So... I do not want to see any of you die. I have no intention of dying until my duty is fulfilled. And she will just sort of awkwardly pat your right shoulder and then walk away. (laughs) Of the amount of awkward lesbian energy in this show. (laughs) It's just full to the brim. (laughs) So. You've all got jobs to do tomorrow. Uh, I I do take Blair into the upper hive to get appropriate clothing for both of us. Easy enough to do. Yeah. Aristarchus heads back to the Medici Primaris, and any spare time that he has from his rest cycle, he'll find a tech station and continue working on the shotgun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's start off with Lorowell. As you make your way uh, into the depths of the underhive the next morning. Walking past paths and passages that the Monkai would not even recognize were were such for their sense of direction is not what yours is. And as you creep through crevices and find your way down to the surface of the planet, you find an ancient door that has been hidden even during the wars on this planet and slip through into the labyrinthine dimension 
that is the webway. These secret passages are how your people have stayed alive for so long. This ancient arcane dimension that borders on the warp but exists separate to it allows for the traversal through and across the galaxy without being seen and allows the transition from place to place. And you, your instincts tell you that it's only a matter of time before you find who you're looking for, or more accurately, until he finds you. As you make your way through the labyrinthine paths and tunnels of the webway, you less hear but more sense a presence as a masculine Eldari voice uh, reverberates through the tunnel around you. I see the wandering Corsair has made their way back into the tunnels, and I suspect you wouldn't do so unless you had need of my assistance. I've tried not to rely on you as much as I can, considering our past. Come now. We are all children of the old of the old ones. Tell me what it is you need. And as you turn, you behold Ronan. A a, a, a an outcast, a ranger, uh, a wanderer of the hidden paths. Uh, Ronan, as an Eldari, has pale white eyebrows and hair that has mostly been cut short and crop and like uh, bald across most of the head, except for a high ponytail that has been pulled back behind his head that reaches to about mid back. Uh, dressed in long, dark brown robes with black uh, uh, cloth accents that reflect his home world. Uh, and a long rifle slung over his shoulder and a blade at his belt uh, as he seems to slip out of the crevices and shadows of the webway to greet you. There is the subtlest twitch of her left hand for as she stops the reflex to reach for a weapon. His eyes, as you see them every time, are pure silver. Which is not a common coloration, but definitely one of many that fall within the Eldar's range. I'm not sure what you know of this hive world. I've walked its shadows from time to time, and there are many things lurking there. Then you're aware of the threats. The shadow and the warp has its beacon placed. It's only a matter of time before the fleet descends upon the world and devours it. Which is what I wish to prevent. You think there's something worth protecting on these Monkai? Yes. I can't. And I'm hearing my mother's voice in my head. I can't place it. 
I don't know what it is. Something drew me here. Some, there is a reason that I am on this planet. There's a reason that these individuals I am working with have contacted me and are working with me. Outside of duty to my current patron, there's something more here. And this world is in its infancy. You and I both know the devastation they can wreak. And I do not wish for this hive world to be yet another on the unending list of the Tyranids. The words you speak would be considered blasphemy to our home worlds and our craft worlds. They would say, they would call you a fool, a madwoman, to place the lives of even a single Monkai above any one of ours, especially your own. But perhaps you don't care what they think anymore. I didn't care. For millennia ago. I don't care now. Then there are people. If mean, you think you're ready. Then perhaps it's time that you walk the path of the outcast. I think it is time. Come with me. I've been waiting for this moment. I will have you properly equipped for the path you will now walk. I... Thank you. I know you and I have had our differences over the centuries. But I thank you. And I have had my differences with my own sister. And that resulted in her ultimate end. I will not forsake another. If the tools and the skills you give me can save the lives of one of these individuals I'm with, it will be worth more than any of the help I was given on Biltan. Very well. Then be prepared to walk in the shadows, for that is where your path will lead. Follow, if you can. And he turns and slips off into the webway. She will follow after. Meanwhile.
Let's go with uh, Blair and Saris. You've got a party to attend. What do your formal outfits look like? What colors are yours? She, she wanted to get something red. um she she's gonna get probably been like a gold dress with a uh, red trimming and floor length very formal appropriate neckline a uh, slit going up the side it, it makes a statement and she will be wearing her hair uh completely down and um just she will make sure she cleans her hair, <laughs> which she doesn't always do <laughs> beforehand. Do and you go on? I'm oh, sorry, before they go in, she just wants to clarify with Saris what what are we looking for? What are we asking about? Regiment. Do you know if all the houses will be here? 
I mean, this is kind of this kind of affair will typically be attended by someone from every house, but who knows? All right, I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, let's just say I have history with House uh, Ganta, Gantu. Uh, it's the one that it's the one that your spire hunters from. Yes, I will keep everything civil. I just want to let you know. It depends on which member. And to be quite frank, it was years ago. It may not even mm. they may not recognize you immediately unless you make yourself obvious to them. Yes. They may not even recognize me. Generally. I don't think anyone, if it's the person I'm thinking of, I don't think anything would be done at an event like this. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. It's something I'd like to deal with. Thank you. All right. Uh, so. You enter the you enter the you enter the courtyard just outside of the 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 planetary governor's manor, and manor is um, perhaps an understatement for a building like this. Seated in the upper upper spires, uh, where the atmosphere is thin uh, and enclosed in a glass dome, just to just to keep air dense enough for. Uh, people to breathe easily without the need of respirators. Uh, this, despite the height that this building is placed upon, this structure is the size of what would modern day be a small castle. Um, it is enormous, multi-structured, towered building with uh, uh, gratuitous amounts of gold and eagle work and other forms of imperial office symbols sort of decorating everything. It is nothing short of a giant gold eyesore. But, as you enter, uh, 
you have arrived seemingly at about the same time as a as a chimera full of imperial guard uh chimeras being an impressive vehicle this is a troop transport like a full tracked troop transport heavy uh, heavy metal armor uh with a large turret gun on the top uh that sort of digs up some of the ground and turns to allow the the back door to swing down with a thud that draws the attention of onlookers as a squad of 10 in full parade gear um imperial guardsmen uh sort of step out in 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 regiment uh and form like two uh two five man lines on either side of the of the of the uh salamander's uh uh ramp descending which are three figures uh colonel alicia Veris, major alexander valeros and commissar i revengers Uh, yeah, that was that was uh the that was uh Justicar or not Justicar uh, Arbitrator Justine. Most people keep a ceremonial sidearm, so yes. Oh yes, it has it has the icon of the of the Adeptus Arbides on it, which is already a sign. Um, but the uh, the onlookers seem suitably awestruck by the show of imperial. I just realized that I've been muted in OBS for the last little bit. So uh, sorry for anybody listening uh, to the conversation that Holly and I just had and only heard half of it. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Something, um, something. We're dealing technical with difficulties. Uh, but yes, the 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 majority of the onlookers seem suitably impressed by the show of imperial uh, might and skill and organization as the troops sort of form a parade rank for these three officers to walk through uh, and then spread out across the courtyard, basically acting as security detail for the officers in case anything dangerous happens. Um. As they enter, uh, uh, they are announced, and you hear their names being called to all in attendance inside. Uh, and uh, you know that you're already on the list, so you are just walking forward and entering, assumedly, when you're ready to go. Yeah, unless unless there is, like, a, a, unless me getting announced is a thing I'm expecting to happen, I'm just entering. Yeah, I mean you you are expecting it to happen. That's a thing that you would expect in this kind of situation. Uh, well then yes, I will I will enter as indicated for someone who would be announced. Yes. Uh so the two of you enter and your name is announced across the across the uh the uh, the sort of main ball area that is sort of spread out across this massive um uh uh sort of entrance hall. Uh, entering now, rogue traitor envoy Ceres Artinos and company. And you see a number of heads turn to sort of see who is approaching. 
walk in with all the walk in with all the uh, uh, all the bravado it is possible for me to muster in this guise. <laughs> <laughs> Slash would be appropriate to muster. <laughs> so, you uh, make your way down through, um, and as you sort of look around, it's quite obvious who the planetary governor is, um, because sitting sort of on the far end of this on this of this chamber on a large throne on a raised platform is a lone individual sitting on their massive overwrought chair uh, headed with a golden eagle at the top. Um, this individual would be planetary governor Loric Ferrum, the head of House Ferrum and the ruler, for all intents and purposes, of Pharaoh Tenebris. Uh, um, can you spell that for me? Yes. Planetary uh, Governor Laura Barron. Uh, he has the sort of sculpted appearance of a sort of Roman era uh, plutocrat to a certain extent. He's got the sort of lithe and delicate frame of someone who has never done any work in their life and has spent almost all of their time and effort making sure they look immaculate. Uh, they have sort of this like pale, uh, lightly tanned skin tone uh, with sort of like a short, like, golden brown anastoli hairstyle uh with the the sort of laurel wreath that is typically associated with worlds close to ultramar um which this is just outside of the 500 worlds but it's still a kind of gauche to be wearing that uh when you're not actually part of the 500 worlds um but he seems to think that it's he's worthy he's worthy of it uh, and dressed in that sort of very ornate, halfway between a toga and like a great coat, uh, or sort of flowing white robes uh, with like heavy leather pauldrons and like extra sleeves and ornate uh, ornamentation hanging from it. His eyes are sort of this sort of watery gray color that is sort of look dull in the sense of not really paying attention to anything around him. Um, and as you get a good look at the planetary governor, that is where we will end the week. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye! Bye! Bye. Good. Bye.